0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member, FDSE.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this advanced English lesson with Greg and MD. It's great to see you all here today joining us for this lesson. So today's lesson is about how to be assertive in English.
0: Yeah, being assertive um, can be tough to do, but it's a important step to take in your language learning journey, right? Being able to be assertive in uh, a second language or a third language um, feels very good.
1: It does, Right? It, yeah. it
0: feels like you've reached that next level of mastery where not only can you communicate, but you can communicate in a compelling, persuasive way.
1: 100%, and it just feels Like you have so much confidence, right? You're exuding, you're giving off the impression that you are so confident. And people will treat you as somebody who has confidence, right? And it also ties into respect. So when you're assertive, you're commanding a room, right? You're showing people, listen, I have something of value to say, right? And you also in return are respecting others and listening to them fully and, you know, respecting them obviously. So, it's it's really an important communication skill to have, assertiveness, assertive communication. Absolutely. How do we achieve assertive communication? Well, one of the ways is through establishing it through our tone of voice. Right? If if you're unsure about something, you'll do this without thinking you're gonna start to shake a little bit you'll have a little bit of a kind of squeaky tone maybe a higher pitch tone right that's what we all do when we don't feel that confident on the flip side when we feel confident how's our tone Greg
0: well a confident tone in my mind is a deep um, yes you know not loud but but uh, louder than than normal, yeah. Right, there, it's got it's got weight to it, right? Mm. It's
1: gravitas, you,
0: gravitas. Yeah. It's got force to it, right? Yeah. It's not soft and raspy, it's it's deep and resonant, yeah. And uh, you know, it's almost yeah, it's punchy,
1: right? And it's basically finding the tone where you feel authoritative, where you feel like you know what you're talking about, and you feel like you have a good grasp or take on something. And it's what we call in communication, the power pitch. And so if you're trying to figure out what that would be in English or in your second or third language, let's say English is your second language or third language, think of how you would say that in your native language. So think of a topic or just a few sentences in your native language and speak them out loud. This is just an exercise for you to do privately in the comfort of your own home. And when you are conveying that message to an imaginary audience or group of people, what is the tone that you strike? And again, Mm. you do this in your L1, your native language, and you can hear how low you are with conveying this message. And so what's great is to record that and then play it back and try to match that type of tone in english if you're trying to figure out what that might be in english
0: yeah it's so interesting because in my second language and third language um it is uh it's easy to lose track of your tone right yeah because you're so focused on the vocabulary and the grammar that you sort of forget about the way that you sound yeah um and that that's um at the higher levels of fluency that's going to hold you back from being compelling, persuasive, and assertive.
1: For sure. So really checking in with the tone. The other part of that is finding out what types of body language project confidence and assertiveness, right? Because when we're communicating, we're not just communicating through our words. It's also through our tone of voice, which we talked about, and also our body language. So when you're having a conversation with someone – in English, even though you might not be confident with the grammar or vocabulary or certain expressions, you can still convey assertiveness and a lot of times having an assertive tone of voice and showing a strong, positive, confident body language can get you 99% of the way there. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's almost like magic because often you think that people are very focused on, on what it is you're saying, but more often they're focused on how you're saying it. And if you, even in um, somewhat broken English, yeah. still convey it with confidence and assertiveness, um, and you convey enough that they understand what it is you're saying, right, the sort of the meat of what you're saying, that your body language can carry you through and still maintain that persuasiveness, right? You don't have to be super eloquent um, and sophisticated with your language.
1: And use big vocabulary that the audience might not even understand. Or that you
0: might misuse. You know, those are the kinds of things that can actually make you seem less assertive um, and less credible. Whereas if you can say whatever it is you're trying to say in relatively simple English but you it with force and, and strong body language, that can go a very long way toward achieving uh, that sort of compelling message that you're trying to deliver.
1: Yeah, so definitely put some practice and give some clout to tone of voice and body language. And those are relatively easy to practice, right? Because it doesn't have to do with the English language per se. You can do this in your own native language, right? And then project it onto your second or third language, in which case one of them might be English. And so now, with more language focus in English, right? And this is specific to uh, the context of English language. You wanna make sure that if you're asserting yourself, you're not asking a question, you're not raising your tone and raising the intonation at the end of the sentence if it's not a question. Mm. So, compare these two situations. I need the files on my desk by end of business day. I need the files on my desk by end of business day.
0: Right, yeah, clearly the second one has that sort of up, up tone, right? And it, to me, it sounds a little bit more like a question, like you're not really sure if they should be on your desk at that time or not. Right. Whereas the first one was very clear. There's no question about it. No. You want those files on your desk by end of day.
1: Yeah. So it's really interesting, right? When we have a question, we will naturally raise our intonation at the end. How are you today? How are you today? Right? Okay. Um, do we have a meeting now? do we have a meeting now? Right. It's just naturally, mm-hmm. you don't have to exaggerate. I'm exaggerating just to prove a point, but. No, but I, I agree. I
0: mean, uh, yeah. where are we go? Uh, are we going there today? Right? right.
1: Right. Right. So you can, you can still hear it very subtly even, but you want to make sure that if it's a declarative, it's a declarative and you're, there's no questions about it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Right. right,
0: and to do that, that's the downward tone. It just says this is final. It's like you. It's essentially like you're yeah. putting a period on the sentence. Yes, right. There's no. There's no uh, indecision in your mind.
1: Right. So that's a big one to practice. And for this, we would recommend recording your voice and even videotaping yourself. Maybe uh, get a friend and, with their permission, maybe do a little five minute conversation and see how often you do the falling intonation or the rising intonation. If it's a falling intonation, you wanna reserve those for sentences and being assertive. For the rising intonation, it's more so for questions and when you're being curious about something and maybe perplexed, right? You're not sure, you're timid about it, you're shy, right? So that's definitely something to keep in mind. The last point with being assertive in English is whenever possible, try to back up what you say with facts, with data, with research.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. Um, And what I love about data in particular, right? Using numbers, figures, statistics, percentages. um, When you use that, that kind of um, subject matter, it transcends language, right? Uh, Everyone, every language has numbers in it. And you know, when you start to use numbers um, and math to back up what you're saying, it's it's very compelling because it doesn't matter whether uh, you know you said it in broken English or perfect English. As long as you communicated what the numbers are, that speaks for itself, right? Everyone can do math in their native language, um, and. Uh, you know, so so by using those, it just, it gives what you're saying so much more credibility in a way that's very easy and universally understood.
1: A 100%. And so, as you can see, it's not just about what you say, but it's about how you say it and what resources you use to help you with that. So, the next time you're feeling a little bit unsure, a little bit maybe... Um, Lacking confidence or hesitant, it's okay. We all feel like that in different situations and scenarios, regardless of it being in our native language or not. But just keep in mind, right? Think about your tone. Think about your power pitch. Think about your nonverbals. Are you showing confidence or are you kind of being timid and shy, right? What's your body saying? What are your gestures saying? And also, right, are you using declaratives? Are you using interrogatives? like questions, rising intonation? And then are you backing up your your points with facts?
0: Yeah, and, and I really like you've emphasized this a few times, the importance of recording yourself. Um, uh, in voice Recording your voice is useful. If you can record on video, it's yeah. even more powerful because then you get that body language component as well. Um, and you'll be surprised that you'll do things that you never realized you were doing, right? You might cross your arms and punch a little bit which shows that you're defensive or feeling a little bit weak. Whereas, you know, you'd want your shoulders back in a strong, upright posture. Right. Um, So these little things that you you never really realized you do, and most people are going to be too polite to tell you about. So you kind of just have to film yourself and figure it out for yourself. But by doing that, you can really deliver what you're seeing with a lot more purpose.
1: Absolutely. So try these strategies out. Record yourself look back on what you see and hear, take notes, and then use that as a starting point to just work on it, right? And you will get better over time, guaranteed. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for this Advanced English lesson. We'll see you right here for another conversation. Bye for now.